1: Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. We have a very special episode, and this is near and dear to my heart because we talk to a fourth generation DC native. Everybody knows I'm very, very proud and love my city. So we talk to... Justin Trebu, and she is a young winemaker living in California, but uh, all of her family and all her roots and all of her history is right here in D.C. She has a wonderful story of family and wine and cheese and education, and um, I can't wait for you to hear it. Of course, we do tap into the um, political views and the election results. If you want to skip that portion, uh, you can start at sixteen minutes and two seconds. Cheers, everybody! Please tell me how you're feeling because of the elections, and tell me what you drank. Oh, I'm, I'm so drinking. Dr. Well, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I bought some Jamaican Rum Punch home from Club Mobe from Jamaica in my my carrier. Hmm. So I set on the way coming from the airport and listening to the returns driving from the airport on the third because I early voted. I was finished drinking that. And then I opened a bottle of the Black Stallion Fabian um, mm. Blanc. Very nice. So that was delicious and then I went to my and I've been drinking Cremant ever since.
1: <laughs> now Leslie, you have to you have to tell us because I know you're you're big into politics. How do you, how are you feeling?
2: Girl, let me tell you
3: <laughs> it, was, did it.
2: it was like crack. I had the TV on. 24 seven yeah I was like, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna listen to it i'm not gonna pay attention to it and of course when it was like breaking news boom and i kept on going back and forth between cnn and msnbc msnbc because those be- women are on fire there <laughs> exactly. Exactly. and um and because i like punishing myself <clears throat> Did you, don't you say, yes, yes, because right, right. yes. I was like, no oh, no
0: yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, God, I got to pull out the liquor before the board. <laughs> yes, because you know, I got to hear what the
2: other side is saying. Mm-hmm. I, because you, okay, so this is the thing about it. <laughs> Maybe we just need to do a separate show <laughs> of the returns i was so depressed not because like in my heart of heart because i have been praying on this all right not because i didn't think he was gonna win but because
0: How many people voted for so
2: hmm. many red states out there yes and i had talked to myself i was like America is not this racist. Because that's immediately where I went. I was like, mm. huh. racist oh. is America. And or is it that, and they just don't like black people. They just don't like black people because this man has done everything. embolden people. Right, right. Mm. He's done everything except wear a hood down Pennsylvania Avenue.
0: <clears throat> you know what? Where- Go
2: ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. And, and the fact that, and I just knew in my heart of hearts that the Senate was going to turn because...
0: Girl, that's the scary people thing. were
2: outraged about this whole Supreme Court issue that they would just like take it to the ballot box and mm. it didn't turn. So I was, I was deeply troubled that evening. Um, and then <laughs> I was like, what the hell is he saying when he was like,
0: stop counting illegal votes? You
2: mean, right? right. He's
1: an idiot, right? He's so
0: yeah. Yeah. that was so <laughs> asinine because he was still getting votes, you dodo, yeah. Right? You're mm-hmm. losing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're losing. You want them to counted, you dumb F. I was like, okay. Leslie, like you, I watched for four days. I don't think I even got out the damn bed after I got home. I was up till two a.m. every night, and then I would go to sleep and wake up and be looking at. I had to take. A I go up to sleep like and wake up like this. Let me see where we. <laughs> <laughs> let me see where we. Yay, yay! It's going in the right direction, <laughs> mm-hmm. girl. It was nightly. I was like, oh Jesus.
1: I myself, I was a nervous wreck because I remember what happened four years ago and how shocked I was. So I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. okay, girl, get your mind right. You don't know what's going to happen. You just don't know. I, I got up. I was meditating. I was burning sage off the house. Like, <laughs> open these windows. Let all this negative energy out. <laughs> like, whatever is going to work. I Because we can't have another four years of this. Oh, we, can't. No. we just can't yeah. do it. That was so, a- I So much leading
4: up to that week. I was like, okay, I can't clean this up. So let me clean up around me and Mm -hmm.
1: pray that everything worked out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Before we go on, can y'all talk me off the ledge about that crazy as straddler Van Jones. Oh, okay. When he started crying, that's right, drink. When that fool started crying, I changed the damn channel because I did not want to, I don't like his voice to start with. I, he is such a oh. Let me see which side of the water feel good today. I was so I was like, boy, stop crying on TV. You
2: embarrassing us. <laughs> well, you know, okay. First of all, you know he has he had that project with Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he had that project with. So I think you know that was part of the strategy, but, <laughs> When he didn't know the difference between Mary J and Beyonce. Come on, son. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I was like, that's it, yes. man. That is
1: it. And he was confident when he said it. I saw, watched it live, oh,
0: like, nope, No, no. Nope, nope, You are all wrong. He just dug his grave, took the <laughs> shovel, and filled the damn dirt on top of it with it. <laughs> oh,
2: the other thing is, <clears throat> Let's give a shout out to Abby on CNN. Oh, Abby Yes, yeah. ma'am. PG girl. Who graduated yeah, so from Bowie High School.
0: <laughs> oh, cool.
2: That... Did she go to Bowie State too?
0: No, she, she went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. She... Oh, Harvard. For... Oh, okay. I thought that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Somebody said that for grad school. And that's why I, don't, I always quote these people on Facebook. But they had that screwed up. Okay, go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was like, go ahead. Go ahead. Show out. She mm-hmm. was... So she did a great job. She did. She is good with keeping that face straight. She just, cause a couple of times I told that other woman to shut up and let her finish talking, stop cutting yes. her off. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was talking to the TV. I'm speaking. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm speaking <laughs> I'm to the TV. Like we was on a zoom. I was like, Shit, she talking. <laughs> Tanisha, how is it in Paris?
3: Um, a bunch of people were sending me messages saying, congratulations. I was like, okay, I didn't do much, but um, all right, thanks. Um, and Tell just like, I know you're relieved. Counts. I know you're happy. Yeah. We're happy. So yeah, they were all into it. They were watching it. They were posting about it um, on their stories, not understanding why it was taking so long. <clears> and <throat> got a lot of Neither questions do about we. the Electoral College.
2: Oh, okay. Um, oh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot
3: of electoral college questions, but, but yeah, they were into it, and everyone was relieved. And Saturday, that was the best gift that um, mm-hmm. I will say the best gift I could ask for. for. Yes, and your I birthday the best gift I could ask for, but you know, it was a good gift. It was a good gift.
1: I'll take it. And what did you do on your birthday? And because you were quarantined,
0: drank and ate cake. Well, yes, eating yes. cake, honey. That's a Let good them eat cake. I did say Marie Antoinette would be very proud of you. <laughs> yes.
3: I, I, uh, yeah, I did all of the things, ate all of the cake. Well, ate a lot of it, then froze some. I'm like, I can't keep just eating cake. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> it a good day. Wait, so really quick, shout out to DC because I was watching the coverage when it happened, when they made the announcement that um, Joe was the pro- projected winner how was there a DJ at the White House already? Like uh, there was a parade. I said, oh, y'all was ready, y'all was ready. (laughs) And then I posted this article from um, our local local Fox station that in DC, most of the liquor stores in the surrounding areas were selling out of champagne because we were buying it all up. Bubbles for everyone. Exactly.
0: Yeah. New York too. New York, t- crazy, um, crazy. Sold out of Champagne too, most of this, in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. They were yes. up a storm. I was like, y'all still know COVID out there, right? <laughs> yes. Have. It was
1: a lot of folks out there. At least at like, yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They did. They oh, did. And then um, on Tanisha's birthday, when the Biden camp came out and they spoke, Oh, my God. First of all, Kamala looked good in that white coat.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Didn't she? Oh. Yes. Let me go put my H-U hat on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Here we go. oh, you too could have
3: applied to Howard box. A- <laughs> oh, I was say, I actually did.
4: But I was like, nah, why go that there? That was choice. To-? My mom mm-hmm. went to Howard at the same time as she did.
1: Really? So, I was there
4: yeah. at the same time she was. Mm-hmm. Who's your mom? Uh, my mom's name is Tracy. Tracy what? Tracy Trebu. Is that? That was, your, that was your line, sister girl. <laughs> no, did she <laughs> pledge? No, <laughs> she know, didn't pledge, saying. but my grandma went uh, to Howard too, and she pledged. And she was
0: a Delta or AK? She was a oh. Delta. Yeah, you? Oh. Know. I'll tell you about
1: that <laughs> offline. Oh,
0: Oh my
3: god! Okay, but is she about to go that issue Girl, I, I we believe. Girl, we believe, believe you. Girl, we believe
0: you. Um. <laughs> if you do or you don't, let me put my little joint on my little other mask. on Oh my gosh! Y'all should see. Y'all should see, goodness. <laughs> Wait a i'm gonna need this go ahead, take, the, take
2: the hat off take the hat off you justin <laughs> I, I
1: i hope you have listened to at least one episode of us so you were prepared for all of this
2: oh, yes i'm loving it
0: yes <laughs> I, I didn't feel like going my way up Guess to represent hey okay Oh my goodness. Bison before the end of all this. All right, we mm-hmm. we are just being so obnoxious, and we know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I agree. We love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, let's move on. um Justin, please introduce yourselves to us and all of our listeners.
4: Yes. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm a fourth generation native of Washington D.C. So I grew up in Northwest Y'all D.C. Y'all heard that? Y'all heard uh, that? Oh yeah. All right. And uh, my mom, my dad, and my little brother still live back in D.C. And I try and come home every now and then, usually once a year. Uh, I live out in California, and I make wine at a small boutique winery. We make about 2,000 cases annually, working with Chardonnay. Campino. And then I'm also working at a larger facility up in the Paso Robles area, And I'm their hospitality supervisor. And we do about 30,000 cases annually. And when I'm not there, I try and um, read as much as I can play with my pet rats and watch scary movies. Wait, let's
1: back up. Let's back up. You said pet rats oh yeah wait no elaborate no, no, on no, that can.
3: Now.
1: <laughs> I have three
4: they're sleeping maybe they'll come out and say hello in a little bit I have three pet rats they were my quarantine buys my mom refuses to acknowledge their, their existence um, and they're
0: extremely <laughs> that sweet would be a bison. that would be a bison I understand
4: <laughs> they create as much of a bond with you as dogs do um, and they only live for three years they're a great starter pet <laughs> So how
0: Listen, I would never
3: know. know any of these things. What? How? how yeah. How does this, How does this come about? Yeah. How did you? Right. I would never know. Would <laughs> Is know that
0: more never
4: rabbit. Know. So my partner uh, had been telling me a little bit about pet rats, and I'd have a few. I've had a few friends that have pet rats, and honestly, if you Google pet rats, you see them and they're really adorable, and they're so cute, and they give you little kisses, and they're like, "Hi, what's going on?" And you get to dress them up and give them little pumpkins Pumpkin, pumpkin hats for Halloween and give them little ornaments for for the holidays so I'm very excited um and they're pretty low like low maintenance and okay, very enjoyable. okay
0: okay wait okay my scientific <laughs> mind need to understand okay wait, wait, hold, on, hold on so okay I need a, a pet okay do you go to a pet store to get yes pet pet? okay that okay yes. so they and they're uh, neutered they're neutered and they're they're all different
4: um, types of rats Um, so we have fancy rats so they um they're white and they have black um spots down some of their backs then the other one is white and she's got cream all over her body and she's got a black eye and a red eye um and they're all really adorable they're precious wow they're so they're so sweet I have um, a dog back in DC my parents have a dog so I grew up with traditional dog family so gotcha.
0: you, did you name them? So when you call, say, hey, come here, Sparky, he comes. Or she- <laughs> <laughs> I, do. I don't know if they necessarily know their names, but they
4: do have names. Um, and two of them are named after wine varietals. Uh, we have Albarino. Uh, her nickname is Albie. Uh, we have Morvedra and her nickname is Mori. And then we have Sumara. Oh,
0: my wow. God. Look at that. You <laughs> wow. You own your home or you rent? No, we definitely rent. It so is landlord, so expensive in California. So the landlord hasn't come into place and seen these rats. What you they, so they, they, they
1: have cages? A cage. Okay,
4: they have a
0: cage. So okay. they um,
4: unless we have them out playing with us, they're not going to be out and about. Um, okay. But we did do a pet deposit. So like <laughs> gerbil cages? Because they're are they the size of gerbils? No, they so they're terrible. around the size of gerbils but their cages are pretty large
1: and
2: here one is oh my god <gasps>
1: okay oh wow yeah. look at that
2: they just licking all- on brown, brown and
1: white. a brown and white rat look at that but you don't see that in the city you just oh no <laughs> and so is this how you play with the rat you just let, let did, it yeah. crawl so all she, over
4: you um she'll chill on my neck um i'm sitting hmm. on my couch so she'll like we have a little they have a little, um what is it? A little drug um, rug laid down, mm-hmm. a little
1: blanket, so they get to come around and play. Do you mind That's if funny. I use this video? Cause nobody gonna believe this shit. Oh yeah. <laughs>
3: Make <laughs> <laughs> a screenshot get into it. Oh my gosh. The that no, right the red is cute.
0: It's, she's no, cute for cute. 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 I don't know,
3: them eyes are beat. It's it's I Samara.
0: That's Samara. Okay, That's Samara. hey little girl. Wow. She's the most social of the bunch. I can say wow. that. She's look like, hey, that.
1: I'm
2: hungry. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. And you said only three years. Only three years. That's so three. is Don't this you your second? Test? Is this the first group of rats?
4: So this is our very first time getting rats, and they're okay. um, we got them in April. So we got them, like, right as COVID started. We're, we're over here... Thinking, I'm so bored. What can we do? What can we buy? Let's buy some rats because we've been talking about it for a while. We're like, what's what's keeping us? What's holding us?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you don't have no pet snakes. No. <laughs> yep. Yep. They would be very oh, sad. Mad as fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I thought, I had three rats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. Well, you know we can end the show right now okay that that, yeah (laughs) Yeah. thanks for joining us
3: justin this is for you oh yeah Um, i'm already in
1: bed so so justin um i read an article about you and I, i listened to um a small podcast episode and um so apparently your parents are wine drinkers and you grew up with wine on the table, which is a big privilege because a lot of us didn't have wine growing up. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. What, what was the moment? Right. Did you grow
4: up in France? Where did you grow up?
1: No, she grew up so in
4: DC. Um, so I grew up in Northwest DC off the of military in Connecticut. Sure. Um, so I went to Lafayette Elementary School. I went to Alice Steele Middle School. Oh, and geez. then I, um, yeah. And then I went to St. John's. Oh, um, my, so I have a 14 year old brother. And he's at Wilson right now. So he just started his freshman year at Wilson. Go Tigers.
1: Yeah, go Tigers.
4: Yeah. (laughs) So um, growing up, so in Northwest DC, there's a liquor store and a wine store and a cheese shop. Um, that's called Calvert Woodley mm-hmm. and they have one of the best wine selections in the city, I think. Yeah, They've been true. there for almost ever and they I feel like they're definitely an institution and their cheese shop is banging. Um, so growing up, my dad would take me down there and my grandma would also take me down there. He's friends with the owners and growing up, I would go and try different cheeses and they would have different um, wine tastings there and I would always have the opportunity to smell the wines. So that was one of my first really Real, like introductions to wine, to the world of wine. And then growing up, my parents also loved to travel. So they travel and they come back with amazing wines from different areas. they go to France, they go to Italy, you know, they'd go to Jamaica, they'd have rum too, they do a little bit of everything. Um, and I'd always get to, exactly, <laughs> I'd always get to learn from them. Um, and they always sort of gave me that understanding of wine as a culture, not just as an alcoholic beverage. They always understood that there was a meaning behind it. And I really appreciated that. So as I grew older, my parents knew that I was pretty hospitable. My family's always been really hospitable. They always want to make sure people are having fun at their houses, um, at their house. So i basically had this understanding of hospitality that a lot of people don't have so when i was choosing to go to a college i know i wanted to do something hospitality based but i also knew i wanted to do something wine based mm-hmm. so my mom googled cal poly and i went and visited because my aunt lives down in silver lake in la and i fell in love with this area there's so many amazing wineries out here san luis obispo is between like three different really awesome wine regions. There's Paso Robles, there's San Luis Obispo itself, which is Edna Valley. And then you go down a little bit further and we're in Santa Barbara County. So you have places from Santa Maria Valley all the way down to Santa Barbara County itself. And you got like Lompoc inside of there as well as Happy Canyon and San Ynez. So I have all these amazing micro and macro climates all around me that produce so many cool wines.
0: Hmm. Wow. So you just made us all feel jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> mean. You have immediate access. Yeah. I have immediate that. access. <laughs> and I feel so blessed for that. Yes, yeah. indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so do, a- do you and my parents remember- don't come out to
1: visit me nearly enough. <laughs> um, did your parents that you drink when you were younger than the legal age? Yes, I will not lie. They did. Okay. And what do you yeah. remember the first thing you sipped?
4: Um, So, my name is Justin. I'm named after the 1995 Justin Isosceles, Isosceles, which is in Paso Robles. Um, So, when I turned 21, my parents had a few bottles of that, which I thought was awesome. Wow. Um, Wines growing up that I got to try. Uh, Burgundies. My parents really enjoy Pinot's. So, I grew up tasting a lot of different Burgundies. Mm. And then um, when I was in high school, my parents introduced me to a Black sommelier that was based out of Washington DC. And he got to teach me a lot more about this industry and about what he does and sort of sparked my interest in that side of things. And it was cool to see somebody that looks like me work in this industry because it's a very white dominant and white male dominant industry.
1: Right. Yes, yes.
2: Wow, that, that's amazing. That, that is, amazing. that is a, a, a story that unfortunately- a lot Not
1: many of us have.
2: Can, yeah, I yeah, can
1: tell that story. yeah hopefully
2: it's changing
4: i do i hope that too Mm
2: -hmm. my
4: parents have always pushed me towards what my passion and my excitement is and i really appreciate that they're like you don't my mom said i don't want you to have to have an everyday office job i don't want Mm. you to have to go into the office every single day i want you to be able to be in the vineyard some days or go and pick up fruit and harvest it. I want you to be able to do, you know, she didn't necessarily know what all these things were, but she knew she wanted me to do something else and be able to be out in nature be out in the world and really get to see how everything works.
0: Wow. Hmm. Is your middle name Isosceles?
4: No, my middle name is uh, Michelle Ward. So Michelle is my, <laughs> um, my, my mom's middle name and Ward is my mom's
0: maiden name. I was getting ready to ask you, what's your mom's maiden name? Cause I probably, we were probably on the yard at the same time she was on the yard. <laughs> went, so on. Tracy Ward was her maiden name.
4: Um, and my aunt Renee Dawson also went there at that time. Um, and then my dad went to Howard, maybe a few years before that for his grad program. And his name is Ted Trebu and he grew up in DC. So he grew up, um, he went to St. John's and he grew up um, writing speeches for Mayor Marion Barry. And then at one point he was the president of the DC
2: school board. Oh, wow. So he's always been like DC based, DC, DC, which I love. Mm-hmm. I miss the city so much.
0: Ah.
1: Nice. So uh, tell us how you got into winemaking. How did that start? So Cal Poly is a really
4: cool university. Um, going into your freshman year, you have to know what major you want. So you really need to have a hone on things. So going into my first quarter in the wine and viticulture program, we decided if we wanted to do viticulture, which is the vineyards, analogy, which is the winemaking, or wine business, which is business, which is the sales, the marketing, and hospitality. I chose wine business. I knew hospitality was my passion. And I really didn't wanna take organic chemistry, math and science isn't necessarily mm-hmm. my thing. I was much more history in English. So I went in, decided to do wine business and learned all about that. Um, as I went through my four years at Cal Poly, my junior year, I had the opportunity to go and work, a, a study abroad in Australia. And while I was in Australia, I was down in the South, um, like Southern Australia. So I was in Adelaide mm-hmm. and we were there from, January to the end of March, so we were there during the peak and beginning of their harvest season because mm-hmm. they're in the southern hemisphere. So I got to go there and see sort of the the production side of things, and it really sparked my interest and got me excited. And then I also learned while I was there, a lot of people will do this thing called harvest hopping. So working it, as a winemaker, you can go and do. A northern hemisphere harvest and then go and pop down and do a southern hemisphere harvest. So you could do a harvest in Canada and then go to Australia and then come back and come to the U.S. and then go to New Zealand wow. and then go to South Africa and can just bounce around and get all these different experiences from all these different wineries. So when I came back from my study abroad, I was like, all right, let's go and do some winemaking. This would be really fun. Um, And Cal Poly's Learn by Doing program basically requires you to do an internship while you're at school so you can create connections and create relationships with people within the industry. So I went and did my first harvest at a boutique winery um and it was a female winemaker and she was the first female winemaker in Santa Barbara County Mm -hmm. so I already was like all right this sounds awesome like female winemaker first lady in her region like let's see what she knows what she does and I went to our meet and greet and Lane Tanner was like the coolest lady ever and I've been working with her ever since and then um this last year so 2019 I went and did a harvest abroad in New Zealand and that's Mm -hmm. when I really got to see a few of the other ways and other styles of winemaking that you can see because Lane would do we'll do like 23 tons of fruit at Lumen but when I was in New Zealand we were doing closer to like 300 tons of fruit so a totally different ball game and a totally different way of sort of imagining and thinking about things and thinking about how you're processing and thinking if we're going to do a punch down or pump over or all that stuff so I thought that was really fun
1: wow so how long has lumen been around the winery?
4: So I believe Lumen was started in 2012. It's a joint partnership between Lane Tanner who's the winemaker and Will Henrik who's the owner and general manager and does all of the business side of things and his wife Callie Copley. They also own a restaurant in Los Alamos which is in Santa Barbara County. People call it Little LA. So basically Lumen is our production facility where we make our wines. We do Pinot Noir, Pinot Gris, Chardonnay, Grenache Blanc. Uh, We do a Rosé of Grenache, and then we um, do a few different Pinot Noir clones, which is really nice, and then some Grenache Noir. Mm. So all of the wines that we make at our production facility are sold at Pico, which is our restaurant in Los Alamos. So they're basically the house wines for Pico. Uh, Pico was named and nominated one of like the top 100 wine restaurants in the United States. So the wine lists outside of Lumen's Wines are just killer as well. We have great international wines and great wines from all over uh, the United States. And then they also have a really great chef. Um, His name is The Cowboy Chef and he's just really awesome. So it's great to see all these beautiful all this beautiful food being paired to perfectly pair with the wines that we've made. Um, so it's been really awesome because I get to work from two power ho- work for two powerhouses within this industry. Lane was nominated winemaker of the year um, last year for 2019 for Wine Enthusiast Wine Stars. Um, And then Will Henry is the son of the Henry Wine Group, which is now part of Winebow. So he grew up in the the distribution side of wine and then was able to sort of do a little bit of everything and find his passion.
1: Leslie, do you know about Lumen? Because you
2: just announced that you're starting a wine club. No, but I'm so so piqued by this we will definitely justin you and i will talk after oh and please
1: please elaborate on your wine club
2: no i'm so excited yes (laughs) so hopefully in december um we have launched well actually it's been launched the wine concierge is a online retail wine store and a monthly or quarterly wine subscription club. And the focus of the club will focus on minority and women winemakers, vintners, and owners. Um, And a dollar from each sale will go to a scholarship for um, African-Americans who are seeking a degree in viticulture and etiology
1: and
0: awesome. out awesome that's amazing excellent. excellent that's awesome ladies love you um i am just so oh i don't want to go on this other call because this is more interesting <laughs> yeah. this is more interesting but i know i'm already late okay bye take care bye
1: <laughs> so is everybody drinking something right now so I'm not because, so
4: so um, the week leading up to Biden officially becoming president, I was so worried and so stressed out. I was drinking way too much. So Friday morning, I woke up, I saw him one. I was like, great, I'm going to take a week off drinking. So tomorrow will be seven days and then I can't wait to open a bottle.
1: Yeah, very nice, very nice. Leslie, what about you?
2: I am, I'm, I am drinking a uh, Chateau. Bellevue a- Oh, Ooh. that's a nice Bordeaux. You got
1: that from Costco? I just saw that.
2: No, um, totally. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I just okay. saw that in Costco. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, to- Very affordable. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very affordable. Yeah. It, it, um, I like to say it punches above its weight. Very okay. Yes. Nice. Yeah. yeah okay. You could you you could serve it to your guests and they'd be like, "Oh, you paid a lot for this bottle."
0: <laughs> no, <not really. laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Tanisha, are you drinking something or are you slipping water in the bed? Okay. She might be asleep. Yes. What what are you what are you drinking, Serena? I'm um, serious. Uh what is it like? They're
2: eight hours ahead of us, eight or six yeah. hours ahead of us. Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a Twitter chat yesterday uh for um Villa Maria um from New nice. Zealand. So oh. I'm drinking the Pinot Noir. This is my last bottle. Um, there were three. There was a sparkling Sauvignon Blanc. It was like a frisante. It was beautiful, really, really nice. Um, and then, of course, the Sauvignon Blanc and then um, the Pinot Noir, which I'm drinking now. But they were really- I had a
3: friend who worked at Villa Maria.
1: Yeah? Yeah, they make some mm-hmm. really nice wines. Yeah, this group was pretty good. So yeah, I did a Twitter chat. So I'm just finishing up this bottle that I opened yesterday. So that's really cool. Drinking. Yes, that's what I'm drinking. Uh Justin, back to you. So like what's next for you? Like what do you want to do with like yeah. your education and your experience so far? You want to open up a restaurant? You want to open up a winery or a wine bar? So um like I always start off with
4: saying I'll be done with my student loans in 2023. So after 2023, I'll really start winding and grinding and bringing on my passions, but I got to pay all my bills first so I can do what I love. Um, I'm in the process of working to be able to go and work abroad again. Um, I had so much fun and I learned so much when I was in New Zealand. I would love the opportunity to go back there and work a harvest again or go to a different country. I've been considering Argentina. I've been considering Chile. I've been considering going to Italy or Spain. Um, I just love to be able to go abroad somewhere else and sort of learn a little bit more about different climates and different winemaking opportunities. And then I would love to open up my own brand I won't say too much but it is an homage to Washington DC yeah. it would ideally be, um, the artist for my label would be a DC-based artist um, and it would sort of pay homage to my family members and the different varietals that I think about when I think about them so I won't say much more than that oh that sounds awesome
2: So, just there are, um, I always say this each show, but there are people who always ask us about the industry and how do they get into the industry. And so, what would you tell somebody who is interested in, um, like, vineyard management and winemaking? What should they do first?
4: Don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, Make sure to go to all different types of wineries. Don't just go to the big name brands. Go and find the small mom and pops um if you have opportunity and if they offer a vineyard tour go on the vineyard tours but before you go on those vineyard tours it's always nice to look up some questions um whenever i go to a new winery i always look at the website and i try and get as much info as i can but then i also ask questions to them based on what the what information they give me and see what gives them the most excitement for uh where where, you know where they work i'd also say be willing to make mistakes, be willing to be taught something. I feel like, um, and that on the other side of things, like as a wine seller or as like a um as someone that works at a tasting room or someone who works at a wine shop, if you have someone comes in that doesn't know anything about the varietals or doesn't know anything about the regions, don't talk down to them. Oh, yeah. They're excited and they want to come and spend money with you. So make sure to always be open and welcoming to anyone that comes into your shop or into your establishment. Um so that they have an exciting um, reason to want to come and open up that bottle or and like see see those wines. Also, food and wine is really important to me. So a lot of people will get into wine through food. So just sort of playing around and making wine fun, Um, signing up for any really cool seminars. Um, You know, the age of COVID, the age of Zoom, it sucks, but in a lot of ways it gives you opportunities to explore and see regions that we'd never, you know, thought about before. Mm -hmm. A lot of wineries in this region and other regions are offering uh, Zoom virtual tastings, and that's a really cool experience. And you have that person one-on-one for an hour, maybe two hours. You can ask them all the geeky questions that you can think of. Um, If you're interested in the winemaking side of things, always work a harvest. Harvests are fun. I always tell people, make sure you're getting paid to work your harvest. You should never be paying to work a harvest. Hmm. Um, cause it's really hard work. Um, it and it's, it's exhausting. It's a, it's a hard work and it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. It's a great workout. Um, and it's really fun to sort of see things go from, um, go from berry to bottle Mm -hmm. and that's probably one of my favorite parts so learning by doing Cal Poly definitely taught me the importance of learning by doing and sort of going with the flow so I think that's important
1: that's a that's a great answer that was excellent excellent advice (laughs) so this part of the show I just have five random questions I will ask everybody well one is just for you but the other four everybody can answer all right here we go What wines do your parents like if they drink at all? So, my parents love Burgundies, but my dad
4: loves. Big Bordeaux's and big full-bodied extracted reds. So my dad loves Cabernet Sauvignon. My dad loves Zinfandel. He loves Petit Syrah. He loves anything like whole cluster. Whole cluster Syrahs are his jam, Hmm. literally. Um, (laughs) And sometimes I will sneak new fun varietals over there for him. He really enjoys Italian varietals like Barbera and Sangiovese. Uh, He's really open to a lot of new types of wines. I don't think natural wines are necessarily his thing. They're a little bit too funky and different. Understood. But things might change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my mom loves anything white wine. So my mom, ma- uh, my mom loves Sauvignon Blanc. My mom loves Viognier. She loves Chardonnay Albariño. If it's cold and it's crisp, she will drink it. Nice.
1: Leslie, what nice. Your, about you? Do your parents like wine?
2: Um, My mom doesn't. And okay. um, part of the reason why she doesn't like wines and I noticed this with, um, some older people is if they take like beta blockers. Oh, sure. It will change the taste of the wine.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: She's not, she's not, um, she doesn't enjoy it, but whatever I bring over to my dad, he's like, yeah, let's try it. (laughs) He is not discriminating at all.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. My mom's a wine drinker. She likes, um, she'll she'll drink any kava that i give her um she so she loves kava she likes any brute rosés um she likes uh she likes the occasional chardonnay um but she also likes big california cabs all right next question cheetos or cheese curls first of all do y'all know the difference yes okay just checking <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your answer? The curls. The curls, for sure. Curls for me too, yes. Yeah, yeah. Love
4: that. I like the airiness of them.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. Um, What region do you drink wine from the most? Hmm. The region I live in and work in.
4: I have okay. so much accessibility to great Paso Robles wines and I have so much great accessibility to great Santa Barbara County wines. So I'm really blessed in that way, but it does suck sometimes because I'm like, I have all this opportunity that I sort of forget about other regions. And I'm like, no, Justin, you yeah. gotta build your palate. You gotta yeah. do more than that.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about you, Leslie?
2: It's Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Maryland mm. because, you know, yeah. You know, I live in the tasting rooms, but um because of that, I wanted to, you know, I was concerned about having like, um, like
1: a cellar palette.
2: Yes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so I, I forced myself to try wines from that force. Cause that sounds like I'm regrettably doing that, but I try other places. Cause I'm like, yeah, you can, you can get cellar palette just mm-hmm. one region. Yeah. One region. Yeah.
1: It's, it's funny. Um, lately i've been drinking um a lot of crema but i'm trying and i like i i've noticed like i've had this pattern the last sort of few years where i've drunk a lot of white wine and a lot of bubbles and so Mm -hmm. now i'm forcing myself to get back into red so i'm trying to just fill my wine rack with red with reds from all over the world just to like rediscover them cuz right. i don't know i was just getting so used to that that crisp and that bubble yes mm-hmm. i don't, I don't that's all I would.
2: It. yeah yeah it is it's very easy to and mm-hmm. i was reading this article and they said that um cabs mm-hmm. the most popular um wine in america yep. sure yeah it is it is it's the most, the most widely planted here mm-hmm. yeah and so you can just get into that rut where where you forget. And there's so much out there. Yeah. You'll yes. appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And Leslie, I don't know
1: how often you go to Crofton, but there's a new wine shop that's yes. attached to the Wegmans. Yes. Girl, <laughs> I spent way too much money in there. Girl,
2: it, I know. <laughs> and I asked them, are they, are, they, are they part of Wegmans? And mm-hmm. they know, but all of their signage looks like it is... Yeah. Of Wegmans mm-hmm. yeah I went in there and did some damage yeah like, mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: okay um next question do you have a celebrity crush Ooh. yes Here's Lakeith Stanfield oh I can. you know what that's so you that's so yeah. you I don't even know you that well but the energy I get it He's super I, quirky and
4: yeah. out of the box and funny. And he watches anime and he likes funny things. And I feel like I could spend hours on the couch with him just hanging
1: out and doing our thing. Yeah, I get that. Leslie?
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm so fickle. It is like who is on the TV when I'm watching? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was- oh yeah (laughs) i like but i do have my all-time favorite i have a girl crush on regina king i just think like she oh sure she's gorgeous gorgeous oh yes just so cool yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um
1: my celebrity crush will always and forever be barack obama so, oh, it's <laughs> always, yes. always like everybody else sort of like, oh, I like him. No, not today. But he is always at the top. I love her so, And did y'all did y'all see him shoot that three pointer and yes. say, "This is girl, lost it, lost it." You don't know how many times I played that.
2: Oh, when? Yeah,
1: yes
2: yeah. And and you know, it wasn't just when he shot it; it was yeah. the flag after. Okay. okay, I do this all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, you know it's so funny because i was talking to one of my girlfriends um about men and she was like you know we would have never dated barack back in the day because <laughs> he was
1: just so you, goofy then. you think <laughs> i don't know i, I don't i That's mean totally intellectually it's the, i still had i have a type yeah, I a linen here. cream suit i would have totally and then he can also play a sport, though he might have been corny. But if he can play a sport, that takes yeah, him to a different level. Does. You know what I mean? That does. Yes, yeah,
4: that yeah. does. Oh, well, rounded that does. Yes, yes, mm-hmm.
2: yes, yes, yes. But you know, sometimes okay, and maybe it's just me, but when you're young, you don't care about that. You
3: just you <laughs> true.
2: Just, yeah, it's true. Yeah.
3: That's true. Yes,
2: (laughs) you're right. You're You're right. Like being well-rounded. What?
0: Are you (laughs) fun? Look good. (laughs) Like what shoes you
1: got on? Mm -hmm.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) Right.
1: Okay. uh, Last question is just for Justin. All right. So you are prepping for an interview on the Today Show. What are you sipping in the green room, and what song is playing?
0: Ooh. Hmm.
4: I am listening to Almost There from the Princess and the Frog soundtrack because I'm almost there mama I made it okay. and I am sipping on Bubbles from one of my really good friends uh, who lives and works out here. She's a female winemaker and it's called Lou Bud. And I'm sipping on, her, I'm sipping on her uh, sparkling rosé. Very nice.
1: Very nice. Yes. I love it. Well, this was awesome. From one DC this native is awesome. to another, this was fantastic. And <laughs> she means me, <laughs> <that too, laughs> Justin. I've never had a DC native on this <laughs> no, show. No, you have
2: not. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes, we have to find more. About Our generation that. grew up in the house my dad grew, grew up in. That's amazing. That is oh, amazing. yeah. Um, so before we go, tell everybody where they can find you.
4: Oh yeah, so you can find me on um, Instagram at jmedici320. Uh, I'm also can be found at lumenwines.com. I'm working at Ancient Peaks Winery in Santa Margarita in Santa Margarita, California. And then I'm also part of the board of directors for a really awesome Black Indigenous Person of Color Scholarship for Cal Poly. Applications are in the process of um, going out if anybody's interested and you can email me at jtrabu13 at yahoo.com if you have any questions for me wine related what is your instagram again uh j m e d i c i three two zero so I've had my Instagram since high school. I was in AP art history back in high school and I learned about the Medici family. I thought they were really awesome. So uh, I always thought it was cool cause they were patrons of the art. And I'd like to call myself a patron of the art cause I try and buy as many small business products as I can. Mm-hmm. So Jay Medici and my birthday. That's
2: awesome.
1: Well, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Of course. Thank you, Jay. Yep, I just followed you. Thank you. Fantastic. Awesome. Oh, Leslie, Thank you, have an- you have any other
1: you have any other announcements, Leslie?
2: No. So we should. The, um, we have a sign up page now. So if you want to learn more about the wine concierge, just go to the dot co dot com.
3: C O. Okay.
2: And um, yeah. and our our website will be going live in the beginning of. December and we will start taking pre-sales then. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Thank you all. This is great. Thank you. Thanks for joining this Well Sweet everybody. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Share this episode with everyone who listens to the podcast. Um follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and that's about it. Have a great weekend. Cheers.